Welcome to another episode of Living Scent, a missional podcast where we're talking about how do we live as Jesus followers in this world where we enjoy grace, embody love, and engage culture as we learn how to live scent. Okay, it is good to be recording in the Resonate uh, podcast studio, aka the Thrive Room. But we're, we're here again for another episode of Living Scent. And yeah, today, yeah. we've got the usual suspects, the troublemakers extraordinaire. Oh, I, now, wait a yeah, minute, I, wait a minute, wait a it's, minute. It's true. <laughs> okay. I'm Mike. We've got Yvonne. How are you doing today? Hello. Okay. You happy to be here? Yeah. I mean, I have seen you guys for 50 of the past 72 hours. It's true. Oh, wow. Something like that. Okay, because we did the number, staff retreat. Close. Staff yeah. retreat. Yeah. yeah. Just got back. Yeah, 50 and so out of 72 is a little much. I got used to seeing your mugs for a lot, and so I <laughs> okay. didn't for a few hours. I apologize for the state of my mug that you had to, you had to look at. It's okay. We love you. Oh, thank yeah, you. you. Yeah, and uh, also I'm Mike Jason. Jason hey, Wigan. hey, everybody. Yeah. How you guys doing? I'm, I'm good. I'm awesome. good today. Glad and to be here. In the room, we got Vicky as the producer, executive producer, technician, engineer, extraordinaire, making everything happen. Yes, so. And we are talking. This is – we're ending – we're nearing the end of an MC year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We, we really launched with the school. The yes. r- it's r- wise to follow the natural rhythms of sure. you know the, the world. And so school starts in the fall, and come end of May, beginning of June, we wrap up our MCs right along with the school year. So, yep. uh, and today we're I think are talking about something. It's an equipping. We want our MC leaders and apprentices to know uh, just great ways. To, to wrap things up. So what would you say? What are we talking about today, Yvonne? How does it, how does it uh, sound? Yeah. In the moment in time, it might seem like, oh, we end on celebrations at the end of every MC year. Mm-hmm. And it just seems like, oh, do we just do that because that's a natural end? Is that the tradition? Does we're, it make we're sense? We're just overtly positive people. Right. We, I know I am. We like partying. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm overtly positive. Uh-huh. And <laughs> but it's actually something um, much deeper and actually theologically right to mm-hmm. celebrate. Come and um, yeah, there's a reason why we do that. And we're going to kind of orb that out today. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, it, it makes me think even the the end that God's moving the whole universe toward mm-hmm. is joy. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's what yep. that's what He's doing, yeah. and so uh, it's right for us along the way as we're being moved mm-hmm. toward that joy to pause and have joy and mm-hmm. celebrate, and and even looking at what the Lord's done. You know, what has He done? Uh, so yeah, we're going to talk about how to have a celebration mm-hmm. and. Um, in that, let, let's just start with the, the big idea. And you were like hinting at the theological side, but why, why would we pause at the end of the MC year and celebrate? Why celebrate it all? Mm-hmm. Well, I think that it can be easy to, to come to the end and just say, oh, I'm so glad it's over. Yeah, yeah. Um, because maybe it's been a difficult year or a yeah. long year. Yeah. And then just um, fade into the summer. But if we don't actually stop and take take note of, to catalog, to remember, then we can actually, f- it's easier to forget or miss the things that God has actually done. Yes. I think what we want to do is we want to be able to look back and say, mm-hmm. look at what God did this year yeah. and be excited about that mm-hmm. yeah. and be reminded that this was all God's doing, not our own. Yeah. I'm wishing someone would do a word count and just go into the Old Testament and count how many times God says the word 
remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like how many? It's like over and over and over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like maybe our number one problem is we forget. <laughs> yeah, and I think we were born, we were made to love celebrating and to love to see growth. Mm-hmm. But I think as adults, we become insecure about that because it kind of gets wrapped up in achievement or seeing observable results or we have this thing in our minds that oh it will only count if people see x y and z and it becomes yeah it just becomes something else versus like when we were kids there's such this sense of like wonder joy and excitement every time i get to stand up against the wall and mom like gets out the little pencil to measure my height i love that measuring the height on the wall and that happens multiple times a year that doesn't just happen at the end of the year i Mm -hmm. may or may not have young men in their 20s at my house who still are like (laughs) checking their height (laughs) and it's slowed down quite dramatically i'm just saying i I may or may not yeah yeah i can only have one that measures my width (laughs) (laughs) we're talking of a different okay so <laughs> oh gosh i made physical them uncomfortable. growth so let me get us physical back growth. let me get us on track no, scott you. did you know no okay uh, well i'm about to tell you Good. that in the bible god calls on the israelites to remember mm. more than 550 times okay you just did the word i search. just did the word search okay. that's awesome yeah Come thank on. you google yeah 500 over plus. 550 times yeah so yeah. that must mean, I mean, mm-hmm. anytime in the scriptures, this is a Bible lesson for today, anytime in the scriptures you see something repeated, yeah. we ought to take note. Yeah, 500 times mm-hmm. repeated. Mm-hmm. But that, I think, is, we've touched on both of these. There's the really theological side of remembering what God has done in his faithfulness. There's like, a, there's like an anchor into who he is and what he's done. And then there's a, a really practical side. We mm-hmm. can't see ourselves growing, mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we, so we have to pause at certain times and mm-hmm. and like me- measure, yep. not for the sake of achievement, but measure for the sake of joy of mm-hmm. celebration. That's right. Yeah, it, it's a. Uh, I, I remember a, a speaker was talking about an acorn versus like those concrete slabs for like a sidewalk. Hmm. You know, and if you put like concrete slab for a sidewalk over an acorn, it's inevitable. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. The acorn is going to win, right? <laughs> it's just, it, it's going to grow. There, there's something in this, and I, I think the gospel is like that. It is even more durable than that acorn. Mm. The, it, nothing will stop it from growing. Mm-hmm. It is going to break through whatever. Mm-hmm. But growth, if an acorn growing into an oak tree, it's it's so slow, you, you can't watch it happen, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? right. You can't stand there and see it. So uh, it's inevitable, but it's also gradual. Yeah. Sure. And I would I'm how many of our stories are like that, right? Well, and if you think if you think about the acorn, if you come back, if you plant <clears throat> let's say you plant a, a tree and you put the acorn in the ground and and you first see it pop out of the ground. Yep. And you come back and look at it every single day, every day every day you're going to go it's not growing. Mm-hmm. It's the same size. Mm-hmm. It's the same size. Yep. <laughs> but if you were to go back and and have take a picture every single day, and then put all of those pictures next to each other, mm-hmm. you would say, oh, it has grown. Yeah. It has grown. Yeah. And so um, I think that's why we have to go back yeah. and, and look. Yeah. So there's a gospel implication that the growth is going to take place. Mm-hmm. There's like a leadership practicality of saying, if we're calling people to be growing organically as disciples, mm-hmm. they might get discouraged if we don't take... I might, as a leader, might get discouraged if, I, if I'm like, oh, my group's not growing mm-hmm. or nothing's changed. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's like reminding us that, that God's able 
Um, what would happen if we didn't take time to celebrate? What would we be missing? Well, we wouldn't, we just wouldn't actually even see growth based on what we said just yeah. now. Yeah. Um, I also think that I, I was thinking just now, is there anyone who I'm certain who loves me and they have not celebrated something in my life in yeah. some way? And the answer is no. Okay. And so I think it's, it's even, we would miss out on not only being able to love people, but also feeling loved. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That taking the time to say, I see this in you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I saw God grow this in mm-hmm. you. That the person receiving that message is like, I'm known. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, one, they might have not been able to see it themselves. And two, it shows like you love them. Yeah. And yeah. then it becomes shared joy. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. come on. Shared joy. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think also if you if we don't stop to look at the the different milestones of, of spiritual growth um, or transformation in our lives, we miss the opportunity to to praise God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We miss the opportunity. I mean, because praise and worship is, is it, it, there's an intimacy. Yeah. There is a connection. And so if we're not taking stock or if we're not actually looking back at what God has done, then we miss the opportunity to actually bow down and worship and celebrate and be closer to Him. Yeah. Yeah, as you said that, it made me think, it's possible that we, even I, as an MC leader, can my, my focus can get so self-absorbed, and if I'm putting all the pressure on myself, I'm the one that's discipling these people, mm-hmm. then, then a false kind of humility could be like, oh, I sh- I'm not going to celebrate because that would just show how, what I've done, right? right. And, but yet, if it's that we didn't do anything, mm-hmm. like we can't make anything grow, right. we're just observers of the activity of God, then it sets us free from any of that. Like the, the, if we celebrate, we know we're actually glorifying Him mm-hmm. more. It, it it's a, it's like a shift mm-hmm. from self to God being the yeah. hero, yeah. right? And also along the same lines of what you said, Jason, I, I can't tell you how often I wonder, God, are you there? Yeah, mm-hmm. and it is seldom so clear to me that He is there than in the midst of celebrating. When and especially when someone comes alongside me, helps point out things that I can't see, to, and then I'm like, oh my gosh, God, you actually are there. Or when I get to see it in your life, mm-hmm. or in Scott's life, or anyone else's life, yeah. it is again evidence to me, like God, you are here. Your mm-hmm. promise that you are with us always is true. Yeah, and yeah. sometimes, and it really it helps us get our eyes off our off of ourselves, mm-hmm. um, because you know, it, I think it's taught me. Um, the act of celebration has has taught me to be excited and celebrate what God's doing in other people's lives, yeah. and to not just go, "Well, I want Him just to work in my life," or "I'm only excited when I have a milestone." Mm-hmm. But there's something I, I think personally, I think it's a sign of, of spiritual growth when somebody can say, "Look at what God has done in my life," and we're almost ex- as excited as they are. Yeah, that's right. You know, and we are just over the moon over yeah. what God has done yeah. for them, mm-hmm. even if it's something we're praying for ourselves. That's right. And we just, and that's th- that kind of that kind of connection is something that only the Holy Spirit can give mm-hmm. us. Yeah, that's a great description of embodied love. That. Absolutely. That when one part of the body is rejoicing, we all rejoice. Right? Mm-hmm. Like That's when right. we see one growing, it's as much our joy as it is the person who's who's experiencing transformation. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also think that celebration is symptomatic of abundance. 
Mm-hmm. No one celebrates if they don't think <laughs> that there's like maybe more coming or that it won't happen again because we're just such insecure creatures. Mm. And so when we celebrate something, there's like this freedom that happens because we know that it can come again, that I, I, I'll get to celebrate it again, like a birthday mm-hmm. or God at work. I mean, it, I, and, and it makes you want that more and knowing that it, you can only want that if you know that it's even possible that it's coming some more. Right. Yeah. Now, Jason, in the sending out the MC guide for this week, right? You included a passage from the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. Can you just like draw that out for us? Like, sure. what? <laughs> what? What is the thing that we're hoping all of our MC leaders will get from that? Sure. Well, this is from Joshua chapter four, and <clears throat> this is um, this is God. Uh, God commanding. It's interesting because God is the one that's instituting this, but he is... I'll just read it. He says that this may be a sign, chapter 4, verse 6, this may be a sign among you. When your children ask in time to come, what do these stones mean to you? Then you shall tell them that the waters of the Jordan were cut off before the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. When it passed over the Jordan, the waters of the Jordan were cut off. So these stones shall be to the people of Israel a memorial forever. And so... You know, God has performed this miracle of stopping the Jordan River so that the people can walk through, and God wanted them to remember it. Yeah, don't so, forget. So every time you walk by, mm-hmm. every time you walk by the Jordan and see that stack of stones, you think, oh, that's when I remember that. Or if you weren't there, oh, I've heard that story when God stopped the water. What an incredible thing. And then so mm-hmm. it's a constant reminder of not man's ability, yeah, but God's faithfulness. That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the discipleship journey. If we think about whatever we're celebrating in the, someone's growth, like maybe they confessed their sin for the first time mm-hmm. out loud, right? Like they bring it out. They're like terrified and they're afraid. It's actually a miracle of God that that person would find the Holy Spirit prompting them to bring this confession mm-hmm. out trusting that there's more grace than their sin, right? That's a miracle, right? I'm not... I would be amazed if I saw the Jordan River dry up and I walked through, Uh, right? I would probably flip out about that. And I think we're too casual about the miracles that are happening right in front of us, right here and now. And I think for you to... And for all of us to specifically say that it is a miracle Mm -hmm. is really important because mm-hmm. to your point earlier, when we kind of just talk about it like, oh, it's just a regular occurrence, or it, it, then we start attributing to I did that, yeah. or like mm-hmm. I caused the growth. It, yep. it becomes the earning all of a sudden. Yeah, it, it's the rut that every human falls into, mm-hmm. and maybe it's a rut that MC leaders yeah. fall into. Yeah. <laughs> like the, Three like, of them are at this table. <laughs> okay, oh, so. Oh, oh, hey, well, come on, come on, hey, come on. Come oh, sorry. Don't, get too, don't get too on. Sorry. Sorry. No, okay. <laughs> But, I was projecting. <laughs> but we we find our identity in doing some accomplishing something. Mm-hmm. And we have too big a view of ourselves. And the anxiety that we felt of like, oh, I need to be a good MC leader, mm-hmm. then we feel this pressure like, oh, if nothing happened, then I'm a bad leader. And right. if something happened, then I'm a good leader. That's all earning. Mm-hmm. That's all an earning yeah. equation. And yeah, I love the word miracle too. Mm-hmm. That's why Jason, I love that this is in the in the guide. Mm-hmm. 
because there's no way the Israelites stopped the Jordan River and dried it up. Right. There's like no human effort that could make <laughs> right. that happen. Right. None of them were like, oh, I'm so awesome. Yeah. You know, like, they, no, they know God did it. <laughs> yeah. Right. And so we need our time to remind ourselves um, just to be centered back on all of these things. So when you, if you look at the guide and it lists out all these different things, mm-hmm. Just write the word miracle next yeah. to each one. <laughs> well, and I just well, you know, and that that word miracle, and I'm I'm glad you guys pointed it out. That word is very intentional, and and I want to just say this about using that word. We, I'll, well, I'll speak for myself, not for you guys, but I think I sometimes when I hear the word miracle or I use the word miracle, it is something. It's large scale. It's yeah. big scale. It's yeah. walking on water scale. It's yeah. stop the Jordan River scale, but. Cure cancer scale. It's cure right. cancer scale, yeah. like mm-hmm. something completely mm-hmm. and totally that blows us away. Yep. But I, I think when we're talking about miracles, the two things that come to mind is, number one, God did it, not me. Yep. It couldn't have happened unless <laughs> God did it. Yep. And it is something as simple as, I'll use a sports analogy, it's moving the ball forward. Yeah. You know, so you think in football, every, the, the, the object is that every play is not intended to score a touchdown. Yeah. Every, the, the intention most of the time is just move the ball forward, move yeah. the ball forward. Oh, yeah. And so some of these on, the, on, the, on what, we've, what we've sent out yeah. are just moving the ball yeah, forward. Yeah, they're not touchdowns. They're not touchdowns. But they're so beautiful, yes. and they're worth <laughs> celebrating yep. yes. and pointing out. Yeah, um, we just recently had Pastor Leon Scrump come, and he was talking about just it's not heroes, it's yeah. not special people, it's not special training, it's just the normal practices of Jesus, yeah. right? Yeah. And so part of this is like, oh yeah, like someone reading their Bible for the first time. Mm-hmm. I mean, so that, good. that's so good. Mm-hmm. That's how movements are started. Someone, someone in my MC shared their story for the first time, and yeah. they were so scared to do it, but they found like trust that they would be accepted. They're like putting, they're putting weight on the gospel mm-hmm. in that, you know, yeah. like all those things. It's it's the it's the activity of God among us, and mm-hmm. and let's give him what he's due. Like yeah. like let's end our MCs giving him some glory that he's and due. This isn't just like Christian Jesusy positivity. Yes. Because even if we take the examples that you just said, Scott, when someone reads their Bible for the first time, it means that they digested with their heart, their mind, their eyeballs, with their entire being yep. the words that can save a soul. <laughs> yep. That's right. With the, the bread the, of life. Yep. <laughs> and that is why it's a miracle. Yep. It's not just Christian positivity. Mm-mm. What was the other one that you said? Sharing your story. Yeah, for the when first someone time. shares their story for the first time when they were scared, will people accept me or not? And then receive that reception. And it is that huge step into just chains being broken yeah. and feeling free. Mm-hmm. That's that's huge. It's yeah. it's not all these things that we are celebrating that that are in the guide aren't just normal things that it's like, yes, acknowledging is true. It's like, well, and I encourage MC leaders, like, what's the implication that this miracle happened? Yeah. 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 I think there might be a temptation as you're sharing that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I want to set leaders free for all of these. I want you to see how each one is a miracle, mm-hmm. right? And one of the ones says, you, someone used their spiritual gift to bless someone else. Mm-hmm. And that could seem so ordinary. Mm-hmm. Like, I can think of someone in RMC who has a spiritual gift of hospitality, 
and it doesn't feel like anything for them to use it. Mm -hmm. But to stop and go, no, actually, that's the the Holy Spirit gave you that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's a miracle in itself right Mm -hmm. there. And then you poured that out and gave life to every single person that was touched by your hospitality. Like, that's actually the activity of God among us. So, so yeah, we... we, um, we would shortchange God if we were like poo-pooing all those things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, the that attitude means we we aren't aware of how much grace we've received, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we poo-poo it the most when it's like in ourselves. Mm-hmm. I think it's much easier for me to celebrate your gift of hospitality, but not yeah. to celebrate that like gift in me. Like somehow it's not as good. And I think that's another reason why mm-hmm. taking time to stop and in community celebrate because mm-hmm. you're going to hear someone else who's yes. seeing you more clearly than you see mm-hmm. yourself and you actually need their voice yeah you need their words. i do yeah so we'd be missing out on that if we didn't take the time to do it if we just zipped by it um so the i guess the the, the time what practical things would you share if people are going to use this guide if we're going to do the like read the passage in Joshua and think mm-hmm. about how God called people to stack stones. Um, what are some ways that, that you would lead your MC yeah. to do that? How would you set up the time? I would, I would open, um, I would open and just say tonight we're going to do something a little bit different mm-hmm. as we end the year. Um, and I, and there, there's some instruction here on, um, on the sheet, but okay. I would, I would pass out uh, I would make a copy and pass out yep. the uh, second page, everybody. and then I would give my group maybe five to ten minutes, probably ten minutes actually, a good ten minutes at least, to look over the list and yeah. just in quiet, yeah. and just to start remembering. So the introverts can process. <laughs> yep, that's good. Um, and just and to either make notes mm-hmm. or to think back on the last nine months of their year. And to consider how God may have um, brought them growth in any of these areas, mm-hmm. and then uh, from there, I would probably uh, I would I would give each section enjoying grace, embodying love, engaging culture. I would give each section its own time. Okay, and I wouldn't do it all at once. I would mm-hmm. do each one. I would yeah. ex- explain again in what enjoying grace means, mm-hmm. and then. Um, and then maybe go through each one. Yeah, just let them sit in that, yeah. that category for a while. Yeah. Our brains think better when we're like sure. focused on something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I pretty much would do something really similar too. And I think in the time of talking about each of those things, like for example, in the Enjoy Grace, it said, did you experience new spiritual practices? And if someone says, yes, I did, uh, a question that I always tend to ask is, is it hard for you to see how this is a miracle? Because I think sometimes, I know for me, I don't want to say yes to these questions if I don't agree with, like, the end of the question. Hmm. For example, like, because this, it straight up says, MC Miracles 2023, right? (laughs) And so I'm like, I don't see how experiencing new spiritual practice is a miracle. Mm -hmm. And to give that freedom for people to share, yes, I've done this, but I don't see how it's a miracle. Sure. Mm -hmm. Sure. So that we can talk about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that would be an amazing discussion. It felt ordinary, or I, I felt like I was just doing it out of guilt, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, but explaining like this is this is actually the process of becoming a follower of Jesus. You know, it's yeah. seeing Him more. You know, uh, something I just thought of is, you know, we've we've 
in a lot of our trainings with MC leaders and apprentices, we've said, don't be afraid of the silence mm-hmm. and uh, embrace the silence. <laughs> yeah. And so it, in my mind, this, is, this could potentially be, mm-hmm. when we open it up for people to share, yeah. that it may be not a rough start, but maybe a hard start. Yeah. yeah, and for people to get going. But my 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 take is that probably as soon as one person, it'll snowball. Yeah, and people will just be um, be ready to share. Yeah, someone in my coaching huddle who used to be my apprentice in her trying to help me talk less, she would <laughs> always remind me that on average it takes an introvert seven or eight seconds before something they're processing and comes to mind where mm-hmm. it would transfer from their head to their mouth, Come basically. Yep. Yeah. It's funny. My wife says that about kindergartners. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's why the 15-second count. Yep. I said it at the MC Leader training. Yeah. <laughs> count in your head to 15, 15 very slowly. Seven feels like an eternity. Yeah. <laughs> the, the next eight sound feel like you're dying. <laughs> Just let it roll. Let it count, roll. Count it out again. Yeah. <laughs> we should probably put that in like our like celebrations. Did your MC Leader count to 15 in their head before they spoke? <laughs> <laughs> That's a miracle. <laughs> it is when it does happen. Uh, okay. Well, um, I, I, I want to think of the last gathering and we're taking a break through the summer. We've got the Summer Discipleship Series that's coming up on mm-hmm. Tuesday nights. We want to encourage everyone to be a part of that. Multiple classes and ways to, to get involved. Uh, we don't want people to sort of dry up in the summer. We that's don't right. want their spiritual journey to stop. Jesus certainly is not stopping. Like mm-hmm. you don't you don't put discipleship on a pause. Right. Right. So there's ways to grow. But I think the rhythm of having an off ramp and a breath and then a new start in the fall is a really healthy rhythm for, for the church. But as we enter into the summer, what else would you say to your MC? What are you mm-hmm. planning on saying to your MCs to help them through the summer? What would you encourage them with? Hmm. Yeah, I would ask them especially for those who have been in MCs before, mm-hmm. hey, just anytime you've taken a break from MC, what happens? Mm-hmm. And just to bring awareness to that mm-hmm. and and to then ask, like, is are you okay with that? Is that what you want to happen? Mm-hmm. Because, Great. yes, we... Great coaching question. We take yeah. a break from MCs, but we don't take a break from discipleship. Mm-hmm. So how can you knowing that about yourself, knowing what you're struggling with, knowing the things that bring you joy in Jesus. How can you still put yourself around those things? How can you ask for help? How can you pray and ask God? Like, Yeah, and I think it's like a really important moment to help us process how we would um, even be leading ourselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts, Jason? Yeah, I, um, you know, there's... There's about a week, two-week uh, spot between when MCs end and the start of our summer discipleship series. Mm-hmm. And I would encourage people to use that time, you know, the, the, the break, um, to not only um, – I'm always a fan of, of like, of a vacuum creating uh, – there being a vacuum, and then that creates the mm-hmm. – oh, I – I enjoy, I'm enjoying the rest, but I'm also looking to fill the vacuum. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the discipleship series is going to be a different gear than mm-hmm. MCs, yeah. very different. It's a lot more learning-oriented mm-hmm. um, than MCs necessarily. 
But I think that's good. Mm-hmm. I think that's good because it's something different. And yeah. there is such opportunity for spiritual growth. So I, as, as leaders, I would encourage our people to, cons- to just ask this question, God, what do you have for me this summer? And whether it's summer discipleship series or something else, mm-hmm. um, maybe it's volunteering in Res Kids for the for the month off in July. Yeah. Yep. You know, God, what do you have for me this summer? Yeah. And take advantage, take advantage of everything that God uh, has uh, in store for us. Yeah, I was um, listening to John Mark Comer's book, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, and and he was talking about the if we want the life. Of Jesus, but we don't embrace the lifestyle hmm. of Jesus, mm. <laughs> right? <clears throat> and so, just recognizing that um, whatever rhythms you have in your life, like if you've learned this rhythm, like setting some time aside for discipleship, setting space aside as you're like reading, as you're praying, to keep those rhythms mm-hmm. through the summer. That that that. MC is is meant to spur you along the way, but those those rhythms of the practice of of like the way of Jesus is really what discipleship is, and um, I would encourage people too that whatever you're doing this summer, wherever you, whatever you're is where Jesus wants you, right? Yeah. So just try to pay attention to what he's what he's doing. Friendships mm-hmm. you can build, yeah. Um, what you can still like. I hope there's some some summer nights where you're with friends and being encouraged and encouraging one another. Um, but the, uh, I guess the hope is by taking the time to celebrate, we're actually encouraging people, if he's been this faithful in the past, he, we can believe that he's not going to stop in the future, that he's still wanting to grow you and walk with you mm-hmm. that it's it, by taking the time to celebrate we're, we're pointing to this is a journey and Jesus has been with you mm-hmm. so I would want to say to my MC he wants to continue journeying with you so uh, I'm excited for how he'll do that in the next weeks mm-hmm. so, awesome okay. Love that. well thanks for the conversation uh, I'm looking forward to what God will do and how many stones get stacked at, at Resonate Church Come on. this year. Yeah, how many stones? That's right. He's done more than we know. That's right. Yeah, that's right. So let's worship him for it.